Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome back to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith. This is Tom Wallace, and today I want to break into a little bit more about what's going on in Gaza. We've been hearing the protests that came out on Jihad Friday, the Day of Wrath, and we saw some cities in America and campuses filled with pretty much uh, college-age people demanding free Palestine, chanting slogans that we hear from Hamas and from some other Palestinians, from the river to the sea. Basically, what we're saying with that statement means the annihilation of Israel. Kill them. Wipe them off the face of the globe. The two-state solution that has been proposed now for over 100 years, we've been trying to establish the international community a two-state solution. And I've been saying for some time, dump it. it it's just, it's a foolish effort. <clears throat> it will never happen. Not because of Israel. Israel has, as we covered in last week's broadcast, five times said, yes, Let's do it. Well, let's live side by side, but do it peacefully. I don't know if uh, Dennis Prager uh, said this first, if this is original with him. I remember him saying it. I I don't know if I've heard others say it before him. Uh, The saying is this, if Israel, well, if the Arabs were to say tomorrow, we're going to lay down our arms and uh, we're not going to fire a gun anymore. We wouldn't take up arms again. There'd be a result. Now, if Israel, I'll, I'll get back to the result in a minute. Now, if Israel were to say, we're going to put down our guns and we're not going to fire a bullet anymore. Tomorrow, uh, we're going to lay them all down. If Israel were to do that, tomorrow, Israel would not exist. But if the Arabs would to put their guns down, and say, no more, we're not going to fire anymore. There would finally be peace in Israel, in the Middle East. Um, it's, it's, the Otis is on the Arabs. Time and time and time again, the evidence rings th- true on this. Now, you have these young people out there in the streets saying, free Palestine. Now, most of these people are so young and ignorant, they don't know what's going on. These are the same people who tell us, you know, that men could be men and women could be women, uh, women could be men and men could be women. And there's a multitude of, of genders and, you know, you can be binary and all that kind of stuff. These are the same people chanting that. They're also the same people who are convenient fools who have been indoctrinated with Marxism, anytime they see an opportunity for violence, they jump in there. Why? Because Marxism teaches violent revolution and get behind it and and, uh, spur it on to achieve your goals. Use other divisions and violence that's out there to your end. And so they're just sitting, that's what Black Lives Matter is all about. They don't care about race. What they care about is the destruction of the system here 
to bring in communism. They told us very clearly, they let it slip, that they are trained Marxists. And we, you know, we need to start believing these people for what they actually say. Uh, when they say went the annihilation of Israel, yeah, we need to actually believe them. We want the annihilation of America. Yeah, you better believe that this isn't just talk. They're they're convenient fools. They're willingly ignorant of the real issues, but they uh, but they truly believe what they're talking about. Now, a couple things I want to address here today. I want to, first of all, talk about the apartheid uh, accusation that Israel is an apartheid country. And then secondly, I also want to address this notion of freeing Palestine. Because actually, I'm going to tell you, yeah, we need to free Palestine. We really do. And I'll get into that in a minute. First of all, let's deal with the apartheid. The word apartheid actually comes from, it's an African word, which means apartness or, in its main sense, segregation. And, of course, we know the history of the colonialism of Britain. When they went into Africa, went into South Africa, they did practice segregation. They put the blacks out and and produced a nice, creamy lifestyle for the white at the expense of the blacks. And so, yeah, certainly there was some definitely wrong uh, being taken uh, there in, in Africa. But the idea of segregation apartheid, what's interesting is that now that the blacks are in control there in South Africa, they're using apartheid on the white people, you know, kind of like, well, now it's time for you to taste some of your own medicine. But this accusation that Israel is an apartheid country is not a fair accusation one bit at all. Now, it's true. If you go to Israel, you're going to see walls. You're going to see these big walls that segregate the West Bank from Israel and also Gaza from Israel. But you need to understand why they built those walls. They're not anti Arab. Israel's never been anti-Arab. Israel's the only country that allows Arabs to live peaceably with Jews. There are 7 million people who live in Israel. One million of them are Arabs that are citizens of Israel. They practice democracy, a democratic republic there in the Middle East. They're the only country that does. Arabs are citizens they have uh, access to schools, medical care. They work in the hospitals as doctors. They work in uh, the courts as judges and lawyers. Uh, they work in the Knesset as politicians. They have Arabs that are members of, um, uh, of their Knesset, of their government. And, um, and so, you know, how is that apartheid? The only people that they keep behind the walls are the terrorists of the Palestinian Authority, which used to be the PLO, and Hamas, that live amongst certain groups of Palestinians and recruit Palestinians to their causes. Let's look at Arab countries. Go into the Arab countries that all are around Israel and ask this question, do they allow Jews to live in their countries? And the answer would be no. They kicked them all out. 
The truth is, the true apartheid, the, those who are practicing uh, apartheid practices, are the Arabs. They are all guilty of apartheid, not Israel. Israel has built some walls around communities that harbor the terrorists and allow the teaching of their terrorism to grow within them. And so they've tried to contain it. When they didn't have the walls, they were sitting ducks. The intifada that was going on, over a thousand people were killed in the bombings and the uh, suicide bombers that would come in. So they had to build the walls and the fences to keep that out. So let's now turn our attention to this idea of freeing Palestine. You know, it had all these marches, free Palestine, free Palestine. And I want to say, yes, let's do. Let's free Palestine from Hamas. Right now, Hamas is holding Palestinian citizens, non-combatants, and forbidding them of leaving Gaza City so that they can be used as human shields. That's their purpose. That's what. They, so they are using, they have been abusing the Palestinians for many years. When Hamas came into Gaza, these were originally Egyptians that made their way into the country. And back in 1982, when they formed themselves as a, uh, you know, they came out of the Muslim Brotherhood, they formed a terrorist arm that would move into Israel as Palestinians, as Arabs, for the purpose and the sole purpose of the destruction of Israel. That's what they exist. We exist for the destruction of Israel. That's what it says in their charter. And so they moved into Gaza and began to recruit and to teach and to feed uh, people of their, uh, of their goals and win them to them. And finally, they grew in such popularity, they were voted in to govern the people of Gaza, the Palestinians of Gaza, back in 2006. When it came to re-vote again in 2007 to form a government, Hamas said, no, we're not going to have any more voting. Then they turned their leadership into into Gaza as a dictatorship. And every time they send their bombs, their missiles, into Israel, they fire from hospitals, from schools, from places and homes of Palestinians and hide themselves there knowing that when Israel returns missiles and fires on these places that are firing on them, they're going to be hitting civilians, where civilians live, where their hospitals are, where their schools are, and hoping for children to be massacred because, of course, that would look terrible for Israel. And so uh, Hamas has been using the Palestinians as as shields, as human shields. In fact, I have a picture. I remember back in 2016 when they when they had a skirmish there with Israel, and we were watching these videos there, and I couldn't believe it. Literally, as Hamas fighters were running to protect, they would grab a child to run and hold on to them while they crossed the street so that if they got shot, it would possibly also uh, bring about the death of a citizen of a child, which, again, would make Israel 
look like they are the bad behaviors, uh, the, the, the villains here. And I have a picture, though, of children literally being hung, strapped to windows and to the houses there where they've been firing their rockets, knowing when Israel returns fire, it will claim the life of these kids and Israel will be to blame for it only because this is exactly what Hamas did. This is what they want. This is their tactics. So I say, yes, let's free Palestine, free Palestine of the terrorist of Hamas, free Palestine of the hate speech of the haters. Islam is a religion of hate. Islam is a religion of the sword. And it teaches hate towards Israel, teaches hate towards the infidel, to the apostate. And, um, and this is why they do what they do. And I got, I got another suggestion. Let's free Palestine from Islam and introduce these Arabs to the true Prince of Peace, to the one who is the true Jesus, the Jesus that they're forbidden to read about, who they've been told that did never claim to be God, but very clearly in the Injil, in the Gospels, written by the hand of those who walked with Christ. He clearly claimed to be God, and uh, he was accused of blasphemy, which it would have been blasphemy for any man to claim that he was God, but not for Jesus. And that record is, is very clearly stated within the Scriptures. And that he died on the cross, shed his blood, not for his sins, but for our sins, and rose again on the third day. Yes, we need to free Palestine of Islam and introduce them to the true Jesus and to salvation and to the Prince of Peace. Well, that's going to be it for today. Join us again tomorrow at the corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.